My name is Jeremy Blossom. I am the CEO and co-founder of StrikePoint Media. We are gonna sit down with Cayman, one of our marketing managers. He's responsible for making sure that our campaigns and funnels are producing results. We talked to him about how he's able to set up these campaigns, what types of data he likes to look at, and how we're able to position a campaign around an angle and why that's so important. If you like this video and you wanna see more, then be sure to smash the subscribe and like button. If you've got a question for Cayman or for myself, make sure that you add it to the comment section and we'll get back to you right away. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Conversion Experts. I'm sitting down with another one of our genius marketing managers, Cayman, welcome man. How's it going, thanks for having me. Yeah man, so why don't you start off by telling everybody what you do for StrikePoint. Well as a marketing manager for StrikePoint Media, I am in charge of strategizing and coming up with the tactics behind uh, implementing new campaigns for our clients to hit their uh, goals and KPIs. Yeah, and you're really, really good at it, man. It's been exciting to watch you grow as a marketer. Um, one of the big things that I've seen you do is you sit down with a business owner and or the marketing director of a business that we have as a client and they come to you with a big idea. Now sometimes the idea is completely already baked in, right? They've thought about it as a team and they, they bring it to us or they present it with a problem. And one of your favorite things to do is to methodically break down the idea into the steps, right? Talk to me about like your favorite process of the idea to strategy, tactics. We were talking about this before we turned the cameras on. What were some of those things that you like to do? Yeah, I mean, first you, kind of dive into the main idea, like what, what is the, really the main idea? And uh, you break it into smaller pieces and you try and find uh, what's the offer, what's the angle, who's the target audience, and um, you break it out into smaller and smaller pieces. And then you really just got to start coming up with a strategy or a tactic to get to step one, because it all, that's where you start. If you don't start, you have nothing. So. Uh, yeah. Once you implement the first thing, then you can kind of get data starting to come into the account and you can optimize from there. Yeah, so that's the biggest thing I think so many people who are probably watching right now. A lot of people think we know all the answers and we have some crystal ball that we're gonna predict what ad converts, you know, what price point converts, but the truth is, is that we don't. I mean, I like to give this analogy. We'll get you on base all right, but to expect us to hit home runs or grand slams right with the first pitch that comes our way is kind of unrealistic. And I think all good marketers will say the same thing, that this is really a data game, right? And 100%. Yeah, so when we talk about how when we go out there and we're gonna you know, get you on base, so to speak, let's get the first thing, what does that mean to you? How do we collect data and how do we discern that data and why is that so important to, to marketing? Well, first of all, I mean, I feel like the game of marketing really is a, is a data game. And there's people who unfortunately either don't collect data or they actually don't know how to interpret it properly. But if you're able to do both, I feel like you generally win more often than lose. So um, you definitely wanna be collecting the most information you can um, on your customers or prospects coming in. And then also really dive into that data and analyze it and see what these people are doing, how they're interacting with, with your business and um, really segmenting you know, who your real customers are from who's there for uh, potentially freebies. That's right, man. I love that because here's the truth. 
of every single idea, offer, ad, whatever, isn't gonna work. That's the stats. So the average click-through rate online is 1%. So that means that 99% of the stuff that we make isn't gonna be there. But that's where the quote-unquote gold is, is, is at. We try to analyze all of the data that's coming in and it's our failures, it's the mistakes, it's the misses that are equally important to the wins and successes that we have, right? 100%. So when you're looking at that, we're pulling all of that data. Can you go into some of the things that you like try to discern like, okay, for example, um, we're gonna go and have, uh, we're gonna have a, a free lead magnet on Facebook, okay? And um, the campaign, we, we say, all right, we have this goal, we got the KPIs all set up, and we start spending money and the information's not you know, looking great. What are some of the things that you're gonna like, try to look at to learn from when the things are not working for us? Yeah, uh, well, first is, I guess, depending on what platform we're running, so say it's Facebook, you know, diving into the stats there, what's the click-through rate, um, which generally is determined often, most of the times, by just the image itself, whether it's an image, static, or a video. Um, one of the cool things about doing videos is that you can actually analyze like the first 10 seconds, which is what we consider to be the hook, and um, you can see a graph that kind of shows the drop-off point. Yeah. If your first 10 seconds of the video, you lose half your people, then you should probably get a new hook because you shouldn't be losing half the people in the first 10 seconds. That's right. So the higher, you know, you test a bunch of different hooks and the higher and higher you can get the retention rate, then you're getting more people to actually stay, watch your content, and then hopefully click through. Um, and as far as click through rates, also headlines are a big part of that as well. And once you get the front end, I guess, ad optimized, then you look at your on-page stats. So when you get people to your landing page, how many people are dropping off? How many people are, are not opting in? Because they were obviously interested when they clicked on the ad, uh, most of the time. <laughs> and uh, they landed on your landing page or your opt-in page, and, and if you know 80% of the people are dropping off, well, maybe is it, is it the copy? Is it the headline? Is the page um, overcomplicated? Because a lot of the times, simple is better for opt-in pages. Yeah, you're and you've been really good about doing that. I know that for some of our clients, you're responsible for dropping some of our cost per leads by as much as 60, 70%. And you use that approach. You said, you know, keep it simple, stupid type of thing where, wait, wait a second, the headline's too confusing, um, the, the body copy is just distracting from something, and you've just eliminated that, which is kind of contrary to what a lot of business owners will try to do. They think that I need to add this in there, I need to talk about this, and they put these facts in, but frankly, that it, it almost dis distracts the customer from getting and receiving the clear message that that landing page is supposed to convey. Exactly. Right? So you take like a holistic approach, and I love that you're talking about this. That's what some of the biggest things that make Stripe Point so great, is that we're not the type of company that will just look at your headlines and your ads or just the images of your ads, or just the videos of your ads, and call it a day, and say, all right, well, we'll just optimize this portion. Mr. Client or Mrs. Client, you're supposed to do everything else. We look at the entire customer journey, from the time that they see the ad, to the click-through rate on the ad, to the landing pages, and then you'll even go into the email sequences. How far have you gone with some of the funnels from like, as far as what you've strategized and either, or built out for a client of ours? Um, I would say as far as like 10 day, you know, post opt-in sequences yeah. um, after delivering, you know, say a free guide and then trying to follow up with them on the, uh, the actual offer. 
um, where you're gonna make a sale. I'd say, yeah, probably 10 days out. Yeah, that's really deep into a particular funnel. And email, for a lot of people who don't know, is still king when it comes to the a traffic source that's gonna convert, right? If we can bring in a lead, and that means that someone's raised their hand, I'm probably interested in the product or service that, that you have, right? And, but I'm not ready to buy right now. I kind of want to learn more about it. Um, how do you engage and keep you know, in touch with them? How do you drive value? How do you eventually get the sale? And that is through a really strong email follow-up series. Yep. And a 10-day email follow-up series from the time that the traffic comes in is, uh, I'd say, pretty robust. There's people out there that have got you know, a 600 day, I mean, they've written so many different emails and things like that to go into it. But from an agency perspective to focus on that, what are some of the things that you've done or some of the things you like to do when it comes to engaging with leads and making sure that we can, you know, get that sale from them? Well, it starts with event tracking. You want to see what that lead does um, when you're sending these emails. Are they interactive? First, are they opening the email? What are they clicking on? Um, you should be tracking all that data and then segmenting out um, those people who are taking the actions that are most likely to lead to a sale and bucketing them and following up with them with more specific content, providing more value to those leads that are progressing towards that eventual sale. Yeah, segmenting. That's a, you said this twice. Segmenting some of the data in and then also segmenting the, the leads from who's opening, who's not opening, what are they clicking on, what are they not clicking on are really important steps to really getting the people who are going to buy to uh, either A, put a spotlight on them, and then B, to drive that specific offer to them and pull it in. And we wanna look at the things that win, right? The things that are successful. So when you're building something and you see something that's working with it, do you double down on what's working? Do you try to make even tweaks to get it to do better? What are some of the strategies that you do to try to leverage the things that are working inside of a campaign? It's a little bit of both. I mean, when, when something's working, definitely want to double down. Um, but at the same time, you always want to be testing things, right? Because, you know, when you're spending a lot of money, 1% really matters. Yeah. Where, you know, spending $1,000, 1% change isn't a big deal. Spending a million dollars, 1% change is a little bigger of a deal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you definitely want to double down on your winners. Um, and then, yeah, I'll just always be testing, looking for ways to optimize and 1% better every day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when it comes to scaling, so you've been a, you you came into one of our accounts. It's a it's a crypto offer that they have, and they were spending I don't know a hundred thousand dollars a month or something like that, and they've gone up now to about a half a million dollars a month in spend. Um, what are some of the hallmark things that stand out to you that make it so that clients can scale? Because so many people ask us. That's why they come to StrikePoint. They want us to get them from a $30,000 a month spend to a $3 million a month spend. We're really good at it, but it also takes a lot from the client too. They've got to be able to have a really good offer and things like that. What are some of your favorite things to look at or you can kind of pick up on that, man, this thing's going to really scale? Yeah, I mean, like you hit the nail on the head with the offer. I mean, they have a lot of really cool offers that um, with the cryptocurrency market kind of booming right now make a lot of sense. And they also um, implement really robust funnels um, from start to finish with you know free content or you know low ticket entry level offers medium level offers even high ticket really high ticket back-end offers so um, our job it really just is getting customers in the door um, at every different price point you know from free to a thousand dollars and um, 
once you kind of get the lead in the door, then you can follow up with them and continue to drive revenue on the back end. Yeah, I love that answer. Um, I, I see that too. People who have a deliberate sales process, so they know ahead of time exactly what they're going to say to the people who do this. So if someone does this, signs up for a free ebook, then we're going to do this. And if that person opens up our email and clicks on this link or watches this video, then we're going to do this. And then if the person watches the video um, and, and finishes the video, then we're going to do this. And if they do that, then, you know, and there is a, there's a thought put behind it, but vice versa. There's also a thought put behind every time someone doesn't do that. Someone doesn't, doesn't click on the ad, doesn't convert on that landing page, doesn't open up that first email. We also will create a special sequence and processes and think of tactics to try to um, go through those people as well as the people who are making it through the funnel and the journey that we've kind of laid, laid out for them, right? Yeah. So when it comes to building these intentional sales processes, um, how much do you think it relies on the offer, like their product type of thing, or how much do you think it really relies on the customer itself? I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here, but do you think that it's better to set up a system around a particular audience group or more around a particular product or, or an offer that someone has? Uh, I like working with the offer. I like obviously want to understand the offer. If I can kind of understand it, you can come up with an angle because I think angles really are what sells offers. I mean, yeah. you could sell anything to anyone, but you need the right angle. And I guess an audience too, right? I mean, yeah. but those are the three things. You have offer, angle, audience. And those are the big three levers that you want to have to do. I, I would agree with that. I think that there are um, a lot of different things that we can do from a offer perspective that, um, or I should say from an angle perspective for the offer, but we can't actually change the offer itself. Like that's the one thing that StrikePoint can't do. That's your offer, Mr. Customer, Mr. Client. However, how can we put that spin on it? Um, my general default is value, right? So the angles that we want to try to try to you know, really pull and leverage is conveying the most amount of value that we possibly can. And I think from a business owner's perspective, they should be trying to position it to the, to the maximum amount of value that they can give away. How much, how much value can they pack into the product or service that they're providing, yep. right? What are other, some other things that anybody's watching this right now say, okay, this is good. I'm learning about taking the full customer journey into to, to play here, segmenting, you know, being deliberate, creating value. What are some other things that you like to look at holistically when it comes to scaling someone's ad account? I mean, it's <laughs> a little bit of everything, right? Um, but really when you dive into the data, you want to look at the data and you want to look at it from a 30,000 foot view, but you also want to look at it from a one foot view and um, see what you can do better overall and then narrow in on segments that a specific part that you want to increase, whether it's uh, the opt-in rate on a particular ebook page or whether it's your click to sale percentage, like let's find a, let's find a better way to get higher intent customers into this and increase that or even simple changes like adding order bumps and adding more value to increase the average order value on an offer. Um, yeah, those are really good. That's really a good idea, actually. Anything that you can, right, to try to be deliberate about enhancing, to your point, that 1%, getting something a little bit better there. 
I also think that some of the things that we like to do too from a tactic standpoint is um, take a particular segment that of the funnel that's not working. We can look at it holistically and say, all right, let's, let's take a look. We're really not getting the click through right here. And that could be the source that we're going to, maybe Facebook isn't the right source for us or this particular audience inside Facebook isn't the right source for it and try to optimize it there. But we're not overcomplicating tracking this data either. I mean, we're using Google Spreadsheets and mm -hmm. a Domo dashboard. Um, I think a lot of people try to overthink and try to collect way too much data that's really just noise at the end of the day, right? Um, for you, it's, you know, Google Spreadsheets, Domo Dashboard, anything else that we use, Google Analytics? Yeah, um, and then I guess for the email stuff, you know, depending on your ESP, you want to dive into all those open rates, click rates, all that yeah. stuff. And the two most important numbers for everybody watching right now that they need to be paying attention to is what is their cost per acquisition and what is their lifetime value, right? Yep. What do you like to do? Do you like, what's your favorite per ratio from lifetime value to cost per acquisition, 25% to LTV, 10% to LTV, what's your, what's your favorite metric? It really depends, I feel like, on your type of business. Um, Great you know, answer. <laughs> Great answer. It depends answer. what you're doing, uh, what, your, what your end goal is. I mean, obviously, everyone wants their customer to have the highest lifetime value, and everyone wants to have the lowest cost per acquisition, right? How do you win um, in both those case scenarios? But really just depends, like I said, on, on the business type. If, you know, say you have a subscription service, then lifetime value is probably way more important to you. If you can boost that, you can spend more money on acquiring a customer, you know? Um, oh, that's a great answer. Yeah. That is a really, really good answer. It does depend. It's almost like I lobbed that one up, but I didn't, I didn't mean to, but that was actually perfect because every single business is unique and that's the most important thing. So if you're watching this and you're looking at your particular business, don't compare your business to your friend's business who's telling you about their numbers, right? 100%. Unless it's the exact same business. Your business is gonna be different because your products are different, right? And your audience is gonna be different because your product is different. And different audiences, different business models and the way that you wanna sell your particular product ultimately, at the end of the day, really does affect everything else. We live in this fine world, especially you as the marketing manager. You live in this fine like balance between understanding the business model and really understanding what levers that business can pull to make their business successful as well as the marketing strategies and tactics to use for that particular business model. Um, I think that's probably one of the biggest things you are challenged with every single day. Which strategies and tactics are gonna be useful for this business model that you have, right? Those are the constraints that you have to work with, yep. which I think is super cool. All right, Cayman, well, I won't take up any much more of your time. This has been an epic time with you. Anything else that you wanna tell anybody before we go? No. All right, awesome, man. Well, Check out StrikePoint Media. Yes, exactly. If you want to work more with Cayman or any one of our other marketing managers, then reach out to us. Follow us for the next episode of Conversion Experts coming out soon. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Thank you.